Welcome to the video. Don't forget to hit that bell icon for weekly videos on historical figures and stories. If you enjoy the content, be sure to subscribe. The story of the last berserker is set right at the end of the Viking Age. Many legends of Viking berserkers have survived throughout the ages, but the lone axeman of Stamford Bridge was the last. Before we delve into this tale, we must first understand the events leading up to the last stand. The year is 1066, and the death of King Edward the Confessor triggered a succession struggle in which a number of claimants to the Crown of England had come forward. These claimants included Harold Godwinson, who had become a powerful Earl after his father Godwin of Wessex died. With King Edward the Confessor, dying without an heir, it was left to the Witten to choose a king, and they chose Harold Godwinson. Harold had a brother called Tostig Godwinson, who was the Earl of Northumbria, but Tostig would have some difficulty governing the land. He was never popular with the Northumbrian ruling class. He even murdered several members of the Northumbrian ruling families, and he was from the south of England which had a distinctly different culture from the North. Eventually, the Thens of York rebelled against Tostig's rule, and killed all of his officials and supporters. Tostig's brother Harold agreed with the demands of the rebels, and Tostig would refuse to accept Harold's command. This led to a fateful confrontation between the two Godwinson brothers, in which Tostig accused Harold of starting the rebellion. Harold needed to retain his throne, as William of Normandy had openly declared his intention to take the English throne. So he exiled his brother Tostig, as he needed to ensure that the northern earls stayed loyal to him. Tostig, however, plotted vengeance against his brother Harold. Tostig would make contact with King Harold Hardrada of Norway, and he would make his way to his court. He was greatly impressed with the battle-hardened living legend that was the King of Norway, and he managed to sway an unenthusiastic Hardrada, who had just finished a long inconclusive war with Denmark, to ready his army to take England. So in the September of 1066, Hardrada set sail for England with around 300 longships. He was reinforced by Tostig, who brought soldiers and ships, and together, they sailed along the River Ouse towards the city of York. They would soon arrive at the mouth of the Humber River. Harold's army quickly moved towards York, where they were confronted by the King of England's earls, Edwin and Morcar. This would culminate in the Battle of Fulford. The English would strike first, advancing on the Norwegian army before it could fully deploy. Morcar's troops would push Harold back into the marshland, but Harold brought more of his troops from the right flank to attack the centre. Even though the Viking invaders were outnumbered, they forced the Anglo-Saxons to give ground. Meanwhile, other Viking forces were still arriving to the battleground, where they found a way to get around the thick of the fighting and opened a third front against the Anglo-Saxons, who were now outnumbered and outmaneuvered. The English army was defeated, 
and took heavy losses, while the Viking forces lost less than a thousand men. York surrendered to Harold Hardrada, and his army would retire to Stamford Bridge, seven miles east of York, to wait for the arrival of hostages. Harold Godwinson would soon learn of the Viking invasion, and he would head north at great speed, with as many earls, lords and warriors as he could gather, travelling day and night. He made his journey from London to Yorkshire, which is around 200 miles in only four days. This gave Harold Godwinson the element of surprise, as Hardrada and his Viking army had no idea the King of England was so close. Until the Viking army physically saw the Anglo-Saxon warriors, they were completely unaware of their presence. Harold Hardrada's army had no idea what had hit them. Caught completely by surprise on the morning of the 25th of September, the English army ran straight downhill into the Viking enemy forces. Many of them were completely unaware and hadn't even put on their armour. This surprise attack would culminate in the Battle of Stamford Bridge. The Vikings appeared to have quickly formed a defensive position in the front line, while the bulk of the army retreated across the bridge to the eastern bank of the Derwent River. The Norsemen who stood and bought time for the others were quickly cut down, but one man emerged from them and would stand guard on the bridge, awaiting the ferocity of the English enemy forces. According to legend, one lone axeman held the bridge against the whole English army to allow his fellow Vikings to regroup and form a shield wall. It is said that he was a Viking berserker, having gone through the process in which he abandoned his humanity by bonding with the savage world. This warrior would no longer be an ordinary man, but a warrior shaman who could connect with the spirit of the bear. That way, the spirit gave him its strength and ferocity, allowing the berserker to go beyond the confines of humanity and fight with a trance-like fury. And that he did. With the bridge being narrow, not many soldiers could fit through, so the berserker could fight to the fullest, embracing his rage, skill, and supernatural strength and resilience. Englishmen would advance towards the Viking berserker, only to be met by a swift death. The Norseman wielded his two-handed great axe and would swing it savagely, killing all men in his path. But as one Englishman died, another would run over his corpse and would fight the berserker. In the end, 40 Anglo-Saxon warriors were slain on the bridge. None were even a close match for the lone berserker. Eventually, a brave English soldier floated just under the Viking warrior in a half-barrel and stabbed the berserker in the groin, bringing him to his knees, allowing the English to slay the legendary warrior. But how did this unnamed warrior have the strength, stamina and resilience to kill 40 warriors all coming at him? One explanation is that he was in the state of the berserker, embodying the spirit of a bear. Taking on its strength and savagery, the berserker would die due to the human body being pushed past its physical limits in terms of blood loss and fatigue. This is conveyed in many sagas, 
which show the Berserkers inherited physical immunity during battle. Many tales say how no weapon would bite them, and how they were harmed by neither fire nor iron. This explains the concept of immunity, as while in the Berserker state, the Shaman warrior may receive wounds, but due to the savage nature of their embodying spirit, they would take no note of the injuries until they had passed from the Berserker state. According to the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, this is what happened during the battle. The Northmen fled from the English. There was one there of the Norwegians who withstood the English people, so that they might not pass over the bridge, nor obtain the victory. Then an Englishman aimed at him with a javelin, but availed nothing. And then came another under the bridge, and pierced him terribly inwards under the coat of mail. Then came Harold, king of the English, over the bridge, and forced onward with him, and there made a great slaughter of the Norwegians. This piece of text is important, as it states, an Englishman aimed at him with a javelin, but availed nothing. This could mean that the Viking berserker was indeed struck with a javelin, but due to his frenzy, it had no effect, and he simply kept fighting on as if nothing had happened. Nevertheless, the unnamed warrior fell, and his forces prepared for an onslaught. Harold Hardrada, having more experience in war than any other man on the battlefield, got stuck into the thick of the fighting. The 50-year-old veteran grasped his sword with his two hands, and with no armour, ran into the English army. Death wasn't on his mind, as he had faced it many times before, and he fought with no fear. But fate works in mysterious ways. Harold Hardrada, the most accomplished warrior present, was struck in the throat with an arrow, and there at Stamford Bridge, he bled out and died. Harold Godwinson's brother Tostig was also slain at the battle. And so the Viking Age came to an end, England was no longer in danger from any Viking invasions, due to the last great Viking king Harold Hardrada dying on English soil. The last stand of the lone berserker has gone down in legend, leaving the English with a lasting impression that some of the Viking warriors could go berserk and gain supernatural abilities during battle. Unfortunately, the name of the Viking berserker has been lost to time but we still remember his heroic deed. If you want to know about the Berserkers and Ulfhednar warriors in detail, please check out my other videos on them. If you enjoyed the video, be sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.